Welcome, welcome. Boldly going where no Titans coverage has gone before. You have found the gold mine that is to turn take. I am your MC and fearless football leader, Bradley. Back for another episode. And this time, ladies, gents, children of the world, back to recap a Tennessee Titans win, goddammit. I needed extra pages for this week's, especially after the massacre we had to talk about previously that only required two pages. And if I wrote my my notes like front and back, which I don't usually do, but I would have only needed one piece of paper. Uh, but I've got several for this Titans win. Um, yeah, yeah. Have a moment. It's okay. Take a, take a sip of something strong. That's what I'm doing. Currently sipping on some Jack. Jack Daniels, all right? I'm going to say this right away, um, and it might cause some of you listening to tune out. I hope that's not the case. I tweeted this. Um, I had fun with this game on Twitter. If you don't follow me, you should at least find me on Twitter, at Two-Tone Take. Um, I tweeted, you know, I tweeted a bit on this game, and, and honestly... I recognize this is going to sound like one of those things that people say when they're being cocky and when they're just being an asshole or a dick or a douchebag. But one of the first things I thought when when we sealed and won this game was, you know what? Fuck every single person who actually thought or I dare say believed that a Mike Vrabel coached football team was going to start a season 0-3. Shame on you. How dare you? All right? You need to check yourself before someone else wrecks yourself. Because that's ridiculous. It was never going to happen. Now, there's quite a bit to talk about, and that's what I'm here for. And that's what we're going to dive into now. All that to say, Titans get the win, 24-22. to 22. Um, Our defense, classic... Ben don't break fashion gets the stop to seal it. Raiders trying to get that two-point conversion towards the end of the game. They couldn't. We wouldn't allow it. All right. Uh, that being said, and you know, segue into definitely another game. Uh, this this twenty twenty two season is very much becoming a like tale of two Titans halves. So we'll get into that. Uh, but listen, bottom line is we don't start 0-3. Fuck anyone that thought we would. We're now 1-2. And, and I find myself I, – I, my goal when I do these episodes is to try not to rant too much um, because I know that it can be annoying when I listen to other people rant. And also, I'm not sure that I have a, enough of a following to warrant being able to go on a rant, but – I will give you what I think are probably mini rants, okay? And here's one. But I, I found myself after this game, after this win, I think really just having a different uh, perspective and appreciation on what it takes to win a fucking football game in the NFL. Now, we've heard Vrabel talk about this, and probably to the extent that a lot of people are like, motherfucker, if he says this one more time. But Vrabel very often will mention how how hard football is, that it's not easy to win football games. And I think on the surface, I I just don't know if anyone really wants to hear that because it's like, 
there are so many angles we could take to argue that where it's like, well, yeah, it's not easy, but they're paid millions of dollars to fucking play a game. So go win a, a, a football game, right? It's just, there's just a lot of, uh, I think tendencies to kind of just like downplay that, but I'm realizing more and more and more so this particular season, as we watch the Titans play, how difficult it really is. And it makes me savor these wins. So I'm fucking stoked to have this one to talk about, uh, and we're going to get into it. And uh, we're going to watch some highlights, um, courtesy of the YouTube. A little bit of Raiders-Titans action. And it's not that this is a rivalry. I think this is becoming a good matchup that we've now had going for uh, a couple of seasons. Um, Titans uh, wearing the light blue shirts, if you will, uh, with the navy breeches, as uh, they are lovingly known. Um, and look, one of the things that stood out right away was Derek Henry in the passing game. I'm not sure we can talk about that enough. We'll get into some of the numbers here in just a bit. But very first drive of the game, they were getting him involved. Um, Austin Hooper, who... It's like we signed him in the offseason, and I thought that's cool. And then, like, it's almost like he's been non-existent. But, you know, he shows up and done his does his thing. Um, and I think watching Henry, you know, in these games so far, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's not necessarily as fast as we're used to seeing, but I do think he's running incredibly well. Um, I think there's a lot to be said for the contact that he's taking initially or even before the line of scrimmage, and obviously that goes back to blocking. But, you know, look, if there's anything we've nailed, it's how to start games. And the reality is that's important, um, especially in a game when you're at home, you're 0-2. So Titans end up 3rd and 1, uh, close to the goal line. And, of course, let's order up the fucking Jeff Swain special. I don't know if there's anyone out there that bets on these football games. I enjoy sports betting responsibly, of course. Responsibly. Shout out DraftKings. That's who I use the most. Um, wish I had picked Jeff Swain as an anytime score or maybe even just the first time, but I didn't. It is what it is. Anyways, Raiders come back and they march down the field as well. Um, and again, very much this, you know, let's bend, let's don't break uh, – type of personality from our defense. Um, so Raiders with uh, second down now, they're in the goal line, Waller playing. And he, you know, he has struggled early in the season. I don't know that Waller's honestly 100% because he's typically really one of the best tight ends, I think, playing in the game of football. Um, but look, Titans do their job um, holding the Raiders to a field goal here on their first drive, right? Um Daniel Carlson comes in. It's essentially a chip shot, 28-yarder. Meh. The kind that you should make. If you don't make, what are you even doing? All right, so Titans get the ball. Now they're up 7-3. to three. And again, Derek Henry in the passing game. It's, it's amazing to me that, like, somehow teams don't think it's necessary to pay attention to Derek Henry when he's on the field but not running the ball. I, I honestly, I don't understand that. Uh, he's such a great threat. Um, but a great play here. Uh, Tannehill finds Bobby Trees, gets downfield, sets him up in score position. And look, you know, it's one of those players that I think we could probably do a better deep dive on at times if I were if I were more of like the film study type. But, you know, Robert Woods is, is having himself a season for us so far. 
Burks, goddammit, came so close to scoring. Barely misses the goal line, but you know what that sets up. Do you know what it sets up? It sets up the king, all right? Derrick Henry finds himself the end zone. Not surprising. So this narrative that we um, saw versus the Giants in week one starts to kind of creep into this game where, you know, we're, we're playing really well. We're up 14-3. to three. And it's like, all right, Titans are taking care of business. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. It's uh, basically a little bit less than half in the second quarter. Titans are up 14 to 10. And this time we're going to be a little bit sneaky about it. And Tannehill finds himself a touchdown. And then, you know, next thing you know, it's uh, it's 21-10 and it's not even halftime. And it's like, man, we couldn't be doing any better. Okay, so let's uh, let's get this rolling a bit. And and look, this is where trends do become a factor. The Titans have had this trend where they start out strong and they have really great first halves, but they're not really able to close the deal. And they're sure as hell not able to score in the second half. There are actually two different halves of football. There's a first and there's a second. There are four different quarters, a one, two, three, and a four. And we're just not really doing a very good job of operating efficiently once we get into the you know second half and last couple of quarters of the game. So, you know, because of that, and I think because our defense can only do so much, uh, you know, we give us some points. Now, Bayard gets a huge interception. In his 100th career game, mind you, so that was fitting. Titans were up at this point 24-13. to 13. And again, you just keep expecting them to find a way to get points. And even, even if it was a field goal, even if you know Big Randy's got to come out there and kick some, kick some points, that's fine. Uh, but it's like we just weirdly find these ways to not, not get ourselves where we need to be, right? And so a game that we should have been able to ice and put away it just slowly starts becoming a game. So the Raiders get another field goal with about three and a half to go. Now it's eight, uh, 24-16. And to say we come out flat on that next drive is an understatement. And again, this is where it's execution. It's not necessarily one thing. It's execution. So Raiders have the ball. Less than three minutes left. They're starting from about their own 19-yard line. You know, and strategy comes into play in the sense of, like, how do you play this? We weren't necessarily getting the best or most pressure, but we were also just giving stuff up. I mean, the plays we're giving up downfield, especially in the passing game, is alarming. So Raiders get a huge game just before the two-minute warning, of course. So now there's two minutes to go. Raiders are moving downfield. And you're kind of starting to see these chunk plays um, that I think are very common in the league, especially when you're essentially just trying to put yourself in a position here, right? But look, you know, credit where credit was due. You know, Carr makes a couple of good reads. He scrambles a bit, gets him another first down. So now it's, you know, uh, first down. And then we get into where – now Now here's, here's a critical point of the game. Uh, and this is where, you know, the defense just has to find a way to be better. It is fourth and goal – Fourth and goal. This is their last chance to score, right? And they have to score a touchdown because they're down eight. So they are in scored touchdown, two-point conversion territory. Minute 18 left to go in the game. Fourth and goal. They've got the ball uh, just inside the 10, all right? And I, you know, 
they basically dial up a nice little corner end zone route, and it's a toss-up. And honestly, it was a joke. It was an absolute joke. It was way too easy for them to get that play. So the whole world knows what's coming next. And I'll admit, I will admit, it's not disbelief in the Titans. It's just I expected the Raiders to get the two-point conversion. We saw this against the Giants when they took the lead late in the game. And I just thought, God damn it, Raiders are going to get this two-point conversion. We're going to have to go down the field and and, and win it. Uh, so two-point conversion attempt. And really, this is where, oddly enough, you got to throw credit back to the boys because they did a great job of clogging up the passing lanes and getting in the way so they stopped the play. That is that. Titans get the win. The Raiders fall to 0-3. That's got to suck. Um, yeah, so what went well on the day? Ryan Tannehill was 19 for 27. That is 70% throwing. 264 yards, had himself a touchdown. Uh, he also had one interception. Derrick Henry had a day. He showed up. Uh, didn't quite break the 100 mark. 20 carries, 85 yards, a touchdown. Averaged 4.3 yards. There were also five receptions for 58 yards. And again, I mean, I think this is one of those things that we have to keep exploiting. Because for whatever reason, I don't know if it's... I can't imagine it's not teams not respecting Derrick Henry in the passing game. But, you know, even though we have this wide receiver core that has taken a lot of criticism and isn't, you know, we don't really have any big names per se. We've got rookies and we've got older guys like Bobby Trees, whatever. We've got a solid enough wide receiver core that they've got to pay attention. And then, I don't, I don't know, it's just, it's, it amazes me that Henry in the passing game ends up being where it is. Uh, but speaking of Bobby Trees, he had four catches, 85 yards on the day. Uh, Nick Westbrook-Akina and Swain both had three catches. Of course, Swain had that initial touchdown. Um, the Titans offense overall, three different 75-plus yard touchdown scoring drives. That's a beautiful football. That is the kind of execution that we're looking for. So I thought that was fantastic when we talk about kicking Stonehouse, Ryan Stonehouse, he's leading the NFL in uh, punting average, by the way. I've mentioned it in case you missed it. There it is again. He averaged 60 yards per punt on this fine Sunday. That was fantastic. Let's move ourselves into the defensive notes as we are currently talking about what went well for the Titans in getting that win. Taking a quick sip of Jack because i got to stay hydrated. All right? And I've mentioned this name before. You're going to hear this name, I believe, a lot this season. Roger McCreary. Nine tackles on the day. Solo tackles, that is. And he led the defense uh, yet again, right? Previous week did the same thing. Uh, Mitchell had seven solo tackles. Amani Hooker had five solo tackles. Mentioned that Bayer got himself that interception on his 100th career game. <sighs> Shout out to you, Mayor. Uh, Rashad Weaver had the only sack. It, it's it's tough because at some point I recognize I've got to do more than, than just mention these things because it, it doesn't seem to do it justice. But Rashad Weaver has truly stepped up in a way that he absolutely had to for us with Harold Landry going down. Uh, but again, Weaver had the sack. He also had two quarterback hits. So our defense overall, four tackles for loss, five QB hits. And this is insane. Um, 
Maybe that's a strong word, but it sure feels like it. But the Titans held the Raiders to only converting one third down. Now, one of the things that you will discover about me is that unlike other people, and I, I, I don't say that to like low-key insult someone else, even though I'm trying to admit something negative about myself. I just I'm amazed now that I'm I'm back in the Twitter world and I'm seeing, you know, all these mainstream sports journalists tweet and all this stuff. All the reporting that's out there, it is amazing how often people are just dead fucking wrong. Just wrong. And so off base. And yet no one takes accountability. You know, nobody comes back around and says, messed up. It drives me nuts. So I'm going to admit that one of the things I've been wrong about was thinking and feeling like our Titans defense has been as bad as it was in 2020, especially when it comes to third downs. That team that year was like a third 99. We just give it to you. We are actually one of the best, if not the best, third down defenses right now in the NFL. And to give up only one, it's 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 a mind fuck in terms of how do you only give up one third down and it's even a game? How do you do that and then it come down to a two-point conversion? It's part of what makes football so fucking amazing in my opinion. But all that to say, I just wanted to call myself out because I had that wrong. And the boys are playing some amazing defense on third downs. Give it up for them. Keep it going. So, we have already matched our runtime for the last episode when we had to discuss the Buffalo Massacre. Insert more whiskey. I'm not going to take a break, though. I'm going to keep going strong because we got to talk about where we did struggle in this game, even though it was a Titans win, all right? Um, and really what stands out the most, I believe, is the Titans scoring zero second-half points. It's so odd. It, it, it is – it seems like especially in football, you don't typically see a team have such polar opposite halves, right? I mean – I'm trying to think of, you know, like, you know, basketball, it can happen where a team just goes cold and misses, like, shots or, like, goes a few minutes without scoring. But football, it's kind of like a team comes out and they play and they have momentum and it just seems to stick around. But, you know, here are the Titans' drives in the second half, all right? Interception for negative one yards, forced uh, on downs, 54 yards. Then we punt. After 26 yards, punt again after negative one yards. So we had a total of 78 yards in the second half. That's it's just it's it's an, it's insane. It, it all comes back though to execution. And, and there's gonna you know there's a lot of um, I think discussion around like is it the play calling and let's burn the house down, let's fire Todd Downing, and that's just ridiculous. It isn't that. It's it's truly a culmination of not executing on these plays. Um, or penalties. We'll get into that momentarily, but we're we're messing we're messing things up for ourselves. We're shooting ourselves in our own foot uh, offensively. So to not score any points for an entire half of football and win a game, that's unreal. Okay. Now the other thing uh, in terms of how we struggled in this particular matchup on the defensive side, we did give up all three fourth down conversions that the Raiders went for. Uh, one of them was on a penalty. You had another that was a fourth and nine touchdown. Those are the types of plays um, and, and the specific term that I think is often used uh, is escaping me, and that's really frustrating. But 
those types of plays just can't happen. Those are the those are the plays that you have to find a way to get a stop or force a field goal, get the team off the field. Um, I mentioned penalties, and again, seven penalties, eighty-five yards. It's it's too much. We're, that that is essentially handing your opponent. Maybe not the game, but you're certainly handing them another opportunity or a chance to get the game, which you just do not want to do. Now, all that said, where does it leave us? Well, once again, the Titans defense dominates on third down. All right. They bend. They don't break, though. The boys won't break. Titans get the win. They get some momentum. And, and in my opinion, a, a crucial element here is this was an AFC matchup, right? So, again, when it comes time, especially as we get closer towards the end of the season, we only get 17 games, 17 chances to win. These games matter just a bit more um, than the NFC games we have because, of course, seeding. So I think it's huge that we got to win against an AFC opponent. Um, and then as a transition, if you will – um, we have our first divisional game of the year coming up. We're going on the road. It's Fuck the Colts Week, Volume 1. We get to go to Indy and fuck shit up there. So it's it's exciting in that we get the win. It's, it's a great win. It's all about taking what happened in that game, understanding it, learning from it, moving on, focusing on the Colts, and going and fucking their shit up in Indy. That's essentially where we're at. So... That is another episode here for Two-Tone Take. Um, I certainly appreciate those that are listening. Um, No one has yet to email me. It's very likely that email is dead and I should probably give it up, though I need it for some things. But if you feel like sending an email, you can do that, Two-Tone Take Podcast at Gmail. If you're cool and hip, darker, 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 uh, I'm on Twitter, at Two-Tone Take. Working on a YouTube uh, YouTube channel. Uh, it's hard to say, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, debating about TikTok. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, TikTok is strange to me, and I don't know that I'm the person to be on TikTok. But I'm thinking about it because I think it would be fun in its own way. Anyways, all that being said, you can find me if you want to. If not, appreciate you listening. Um, Appreciate you supporting this team. Um, I love football. I love Titans football more than anything. Uh, And I'm excited to continue to bring you covers that only I can bring you because I am your fearless football leader, Bradley. So thank you for listening. Uh, Can't wait for our next episode, Fuck the Colts. Uh, Just want to make sure that that's out there if that wasn't clear. Um, Yeah, but... uh, That's all. Thanks for listening. Have yourselves a fantastic time. 